0: Hi, this is Sarah Beth Ramsey, and you're listening to the More You Grow podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Welcome to the More You Grow podcast. Thanks for joining us today. I have my intern back on here, Trinity. She's awesome. And we're going to do another episode of Intern Conversations, which I'm really excited about. Trinity has been getting more experience on Twitter as of late, and um, she's doing a great job. She made a, uh, account and intern, Boho Marketing Co. intern, um, Twitter account. She's been having some fun on there. So we're just going to talk all things Twitter today. And she's been doing some research that I'm excited for you guys to hear and, uh, has just found some really interesting stuff out. So we're going to talk about that today. What's up, Trinity? How's your day going? Hi guys. Um, my day is going pretty well. How's your day? Good, good, good. That's good. So basically like let's just talk about what we've been talking about lately uh trinity and i have like some really great conversations each week and she kind of updates me on things that she's found out in the social media world so um first what are your thoughts on twitter like just tell me what you're thinking as you're getting to like know it more um twitter at first
1: i was never i was always an Instagram person so when i just downloaded twitter i made a twitter for me and then a twitter for the company intern account Mm -hmm. and the first thing i was just like well what do i even post on here and like when you your timeline is just always like a bunch of people saying like things and it's just like they're getting so many likes and of course you get caught up in that well dang well what can i say to get the engagement or whatever but i kind of just realized like twitter is just like a fun community where you just Go to find people that have the same interest as you. You learn new things, same thing as any other social media platform. And I'm kind of yeah. enjoying it. Twitter is a really funny place to be in this, but it's also very, um, gives a lot of
0: information. So I'm kind of happy I downloaded it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you're doing a good job. And it's fun to have like an intern account on there now. So we were talking last week a little bit about Clubhouse and how Twitter, I had kind of, passively read something that said Twitter was going to try to have something on their platform that was similar in like an audio capacity to Clubhouse. And so I asked Trinity to kind of look up some more information about that. So tell me, tell us what you found out. Okay. So basically there,
1: it'll be like, um, Instagram where you know, that they have the stories at the top mm-hmm. that tw- on Twitter where they had their stories on the top and when it'll be like an audio group. So when you click on the live slash audio thing at the top of the thing, it'll be purple, not blue. Yeah. And basically it'll just be a bunch of people having conversations through audio. And I think that's what they're kind of going for. But um, I personally, I don't know, people will feel about it, like different things about it. Um, But I personally don't see how that is going to contribute to the Mm -hmm. social platform. Um, Mm -hmm. I was telling Sarah Birk, Sarah Beth earlier, how um, you know you go on Twitter for a quick laugh or like to engage with people like non-face-to-face, non-voice-to-voice, and I think the audios wouldn't be very inclusive either because you know what about people who can't hear who can't hear very well at all? Mm -hmm. So I was thinking about that. And one example they give they gave was um, you know if you experience something and you want to tell a story on Twitter. So you just, you know, record the audio and post it. But I was also thinking, well, you know, people already do that, but in video form. And I think, you know, I'm not, um, I don't have trouble hearing or anything, but, and I don't want to assume, but I would think that, you know, um, people would, who are hard of hearing, would rather sing a video with captions or even a video just so they can read lips, not that that they should have to, but I think they would just um, like, that a little bit more than just only having to listen to audios where they can't really hear anything at all.
0: Yeah, that's actually and a chief chief complaint of Clubhouse is that it's not inclusive and that that, that is a problem. Um, so I hear you on that. What else were you going to say? Um,
1: I had something else for right
0: here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, while you're finding it, like, I, I think you're right. I think it's interesting how these platforms, they all want a piece of the pie. Like they don't stick to like what made them that platform, like Twitter, ex- mm-hmm. for ex- like you were just saying in the beginning, like you go, people go to Twitter for X, Y, Z. And like people used to go to Instagram for more like visually based content people, mm-hmm. you know, Facebook, like community, which hasn't really lost, you know, a lot there, but they do kind of just you know, with reels and stuff like that. And even stories, stories came from Snapchat, obviously we know. And, you know, that just all, it all like blends together. And it's just so interesting that they, that they do that. Um, you know, I don't know. It's, I hear you. I feel like, I feel like it'll be interesting to see that and kind of see the why behind it for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. And then I was just kind of thinking about like how people interact on Twitter, mm-hmm. like, like, like I said, they come for a quick laugh or whatever. But like when you're interacting on Twitter, it it will be hard to interact through audios. I mean, you would have to stop to listen to every audio everybody's you know talking sure. about under every post and you know it kind of brings the joy out of it because you know when you're reading something funny and then you're looking at the comments and you're laughing it kind of or all the memes like you don't want to listen to an audio (laughs) and then have to you know react to the picture like it just meme
0: audio interesting just wouldn't connect you know yeah I wonder did they say anything about like having like rooms like they do in clubhouse that you can join a specific conversation. Cause I know Instagram or I'm sorry, Facebook tried to get that going rooms. It was like the competitor of zoom, but it didn't really take off. Um, So what do you think of that?
1: Um, In the articles I read, I didn't see anything about rooms. It kind of Mm. just showed a picture of like people's profile pictures. And like, if they had an audio, that you look, you could click on the audio they didn't say anything about rooms okay but i think that'll be actually really interesting i think people would go for that more than like just having audios just listening to people's audios
0: Yeah. yeah yeah that's yeah very interesting interesting info as we know like like you were kind of talking about quick updates and things like that, the news, a lot of people get their news from Twitter. And one of Mm -hmm. the reasons for that is that it's 10 times faster than the media reports it, which is just crazy. But as we know, can also be dangerous in some situations depending on the validity of the information that you're getting on Twitter. So Mm -hmm. I I think we were talking about that and that kind of led to deep fakes and you know what deep fakes are and how they're impacting things. So, for people that don't know, can you tell them what a deepfake is? And then the other, this, this is some crazy information that she found yeah, out. It, it's it so is. interesting. So tell us a little bit about deepfakes. Okay. So a
1: deepfake is when you can put someone's face. Um, it can either be in a video or a picture on someone else's face. So it's like stitching a person's face on another person's face in a video or picture and it basically these have been around for a while they've been around since like the 1990s but back then people were the one who were manually you know doing the stitching and stuff but now people have created like a tech or algorithm to teach the computers how to do that for us in a a much faster rate and you're probably thinking like well well, if it's been around for so long, like why is there such a hype around it now? Well, apparently in 2018, um, an expert found a Reddit account, a user who was stitching um, um, female celebrities on porn stars and pornographic videos. And that's when people were just like, oh my goodness, that's crazy. That's wild. Yeah. And ever since then, that started to take off. Um, people have been using that the deep fake tech and revenge porn and like posting their exes and pornographic videos and stuff. And it's just a crazy mess. That's why people are starting to um, give it a little more attention. And I also found this information on Twitter as well, you know, quick updates. But um, governments are worried about it. And they were just saying that what if somebody who's running an office was uh, depicted in an inappropriate situation? then that ruins their political career, that ruins their you know, personal image. Mm-hmm. And then experts were saying that they think that, well, I, this the article I was reading along with some others was from 2020. And they were saying that, and eventually there'll be apps that can do this for you, that can do the deep fakes, not necessarily for like the inappropriate context, like the pornographic uh, videos, but mm-hmm. just in general. And now we're in 2021 and I've seen, uh, I've seen an app that does that on TikTok mm-hmm. where people are like stitching Charlie's face on their face, Charlie D'Amelio's face on their face or Kevin Hart's face on their face. So I think, you know, the eventually is here. Mm-hmm. And even though um, it's kind of, you can kind of tell what you're, bring, when you, ugh. Once your attention is brought to it, you can tell, but in any other day, you're probably just thinking, oh, that's actually, you know, Kevin Hart or that's actually so-and-so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's, I mean, I've seen both. I've seen ones that are not realistic looking, and then Mm -hmm. I've seen ones where you might not be able to tell. So, you know, that's one of the reasons it's just so dangerous is that, you know, there might come a point when you just you don't know if it's real or not and it's going to be really hard to prove whether it is or not so um it is interesting that it's been a lot around since the 1990s that's like mm-hmm. wild uh so yeah I'm also going to have to put a little disclaimer on today's episode that there's some adult content yeah <laughs> uh, I will do that that's the first time for but that they're like 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 I was
1: saying earlier Facebook and um Twitter are also like putting together teams to detect these deep fakes. You know, they're training the computers to, you know, look after or look out for these deep fakes and pulling off an their page or whatever platform they uh run. So mm-hmm. it's always hope. But then again, you know, technology is always evolving and we just have to be sure to, you know, know what's going on.
0: Yeah. My thing with that is like, I've heard it before from Facebook. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll see, we'll see how involved it gets. Cause I feel like stuff is still out there. Like there's, I don't know. In yeah. some ways, they've created a monster that's, like, super hard to get a hold of, I think. Um, but, you know, we'll see. So, you know, I, you've been spending more time on Twitter. You were telling me a little bit about trending hashtags and things like mm-hmm. that. And that, you know, you you happened upon one recently that was for um, Stop Asian Hate, which, mm-hmm. um, you know, has been at the forefront of the news right now and is just you know an important topic important thing to talk about important people to support we need to be supporting our Asian friends Mm. um so tell me a little bit you were you were kind of telling me about this so I, I thought it'd be good to share um tell me about your experience what you've been doing to help you know people close to you
1: well, when I saw that the hashtag, well, I was well first when I was just thinking about the whole situation. I was kind of thinking of my experience about everything while being Emma's happening, and I was just thinking about you know my friends, and I haven't talked to her in like such a long time. But I was just thinking about her, and then I was on Twitter and I was just reading all the hashtags um, and the comments under the hashtags and stuff, and just seeing what was going on, and listening to other people's experiences. And they were like, you know, she'd really just check on your Asian American friends. And I was just like, you know what? You know, even though I haven't talked to her in who knows how long, like, I was still thinking about her. So I just wanted to check in with her and just see how she was doing, how she was feeling about what was going on. And if she ever wanted somebody to talk to, like, um, I was here, even though we don't talk as much anymore. Mm -hmm. And then I was just kind of like, thinking, like, what could I do to be a better ally? Um, What resources can I reach out to? just stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times, someone in the comment section said that, and there were so many replies, and there was a lot of people, you know, who of, um Asian American descent or heritage or Asian heritage, just responding. And a lot of the things I found is that, you know, they were just like, pay attention, find out what's going around in your county, in your city, in the country, in the world, even like, just mm-hmm. be aware. And then do research, like, the targeted group or the marginalized group are not your educators. They're not they don't have to educate you on everything that's going on. Mind you, they're going through their own situations. They might be, you know in a bad place mentally because of what's going on. Like you should not depend on them to give you information. So do your own research. This is not saying that you can't ask questions. This is not saying that you know, you don't talk to them at all in this in this point of their lives. but um, just do your own research. And don't let them be your only um, resource for finding out information. Like you know. Definitely. So some resources I found. I also posted um, the resources. It was a retweet mm-hmm. um, on the Boho Marketing Intern account for Perfect. Twitter. Perfect. And some of the resources was, of course, Stop Asian Hate or Stop AAPI Hate, which is Asian American Pacific Islander Hate. Dot okay. Org. And then the Asian Law Caucus. And then the, the API Equality, equality NorCal. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if you just want to see the websites or the links for that, it's all on the my Twitter account, the whole awesome. Marketing Intern
0: Twitter account. Awesome. That's so helpful. And I'll put that in the uh, information with this blog post. I mean, with this... Uh, <laughs> I'll put that in the information with this... Episode so that people can check it out. Thanks so much for sharing all of that information that you found out, Trinity. That was super, super informative, super helpful. Do you think you'll stay on Twitter after this internship or no? Um, Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Cool.
1: I'm still trying to, like, find my way around because it's kind of, like, intimidating when you first start because you don't know, like, where to go, who to follow. But I think a nice thing that I think Twitter has is, like, the little... Um they're like, are you interested in this? Then you can follow this topic. And from there, like you meet more people and you engage with more people. So that's nice. What's
0: your favorite account
1: right now? Oh,
0: okay. So I'm really
1: into like the aesthetics. I really love aesthetics. Uh-huh. I feel like they just relax me. Yeah. So I'm really into, this is a really bad name, but it's a really
0: good account. Okay. <laughs> it's called- It's already got adult content on this. So we'll just- okay okay it's called inter- interior porn and basically oh. it's just like the
1: inside of houses
0: right like food porn it's like the same yeah, thing. yeah yeah
1: it's just like the inside
0: of houses yeah. and like different type of landscapes and stuff <laughs> and I really love that I wasn't sure what to I'm, expect I thought it was going to be something way worse so that's yeah, oh, hilarious no. yeah I just had to
1: put the disclaimer out yeah, there yeah yeah but I don't know everybody's just like oh you're getting old you like looking at houses I, was, I was like <laughs> I do that <laughs> I, I love guess it. so yeah and then I have another account called um, Carrie Bradshaw, and it's just like a bunch of different aesthetics about like living in the city, nice. just, like self care, and just things that make me happy personally. And I think that's a part of social media self-care, following people that make you happy, inspiring you and stuff like that.
0: That's so much fun. Ah, love it. I'll check them out too. Well, thanks so much for sharing. Thanks everybody for listening. And we will be having more of these intern conversations soon. So stay tuned. Thanks for being here, Trinity. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye.